1: This is a 1% podcast with me, Cooper Chapman. Less than 1% of your day, once a week. A place to spark curiosity around topics you think you already know. And also bring light to the good humans involved in the 1% Good Club. Well-being accountability groups dedicating 1% of their day to their mental health. What's going on you good humans? Welcome to the 1% podcast, my little weekly catch up with you good humans who wanna check in with my life but also hear some of the gratitudes read out from the legends in the 1% good club over on Instagram giving 1% of their day to their mental health just 14 minutes every morning I send a guided 10 minute meditation every single night I write three things I'm grateful for on my Instagram story and then I send it to everyone in the group there's about 1500 members nine different group chats it's completely free it always will be if you want to join and you want to spread a bit of gratitude and sort of add that into your life for this holiday season make sure you send at the good human factory a direct message on Instagram saying I want to join the club you get added in and every day you'll get sent a meditation in the morning to give a try and every night uh, yeah, we'll write three things we're grateful for. Such a positive way to just give a little bit of your time to your mental health. So go check that out. Be super appreciative. Also, if you can do me a huge favor, head over to thegoodhumanfactory.com and check out the new merch. The last month or two, I've been spending so much time and energy getting this stuff perfect. Really high quality garments. Uh, we've got nine new shirts for men, nine new shirts for women, a whole range of more sizes. But the best thing about the merch is the conversation starters. I'll do you a guarantee. If you grab a piece of merch from the Good Human Factory and within the first five times of wearing it in public, you don't have somebody stop you and uh, give you a compliment or ask you a question about it, I'll send you another one for free. It's crazy the impact that these shirts have been having. Every single day I get different people sending me messages saying, oh, I started a conversation with my family, with a friend, with somebody and just started a really positive yeah, conversation. I feel like so often I've been hanging out with different people over the last couple of weeks, where <clears throat> the conversation's always so negative or uh, kind of gossipy or pointing out people's flaws and talking behind people's back, which I really don't get involved in. But just sitting next to people and listening to that, I'm like, oh, conversations should be positive. They should be about the good things going on in our life. And that's what this merch is all made to do. So if you use the code podcast over on the thegoodhumanfactory.com, you get a big 25% off. Also, if you purchase anything between now and Friday, uh, it will be sent out on Friday afternoon. So you'll probably get it right before Christmas. I'm also putting in a gratitude card with every single merch order so you can write a nice little note to somebody you love. And yeah, it's a good way to support the podcast. If you listen to this podcast a lot, um, yeah, I'd love to see you in the merch to it's a great way to join the community and really spread that positive impact around yeah your community as well so love everyone who's been grabbing the merch i appreciate you guys so much it's a big part of what i do and yeah it, it means a lot so thank you so much also a big thank you as always to our sponsors drink a repper these guys have been supporting this podcast and most importantly my brain for a very long time. If you want to learn more about the product, it's a brain drink, all natural ingredients. It tastes like a black currant juice. Well, it is a black currant juice with a whole bunch of really special ingredients like L-theanine and pine bark extract, which work together to make your brain perform better on the short term, but also have long-term benefits on the brain health as well. So go over to drinkarepa.com, use the code GOODHUMAN for a big 25% off everything over there as well. And most importantly, go check out the science. Alright, let's jump into today's episode. As I do every week, I normally read out a good human of the week, but I had nobody send me in a message with a story about good human of the week this week. So we've got no free shirts to give out and unfortunately no nice story to read out. So if you see somebody do a good human act or do something kind this week, send me a message at Cooper Chapman on Instagram with a little note about what they did or a voice note and I'll be playing it out on the podcast because I love hearing positive stories of people doing good in the world and I'll send you both a shirt um, in a way of appreciation. So thanks for doing that. Okay, as I do each week, I'm going to read out the good human gratitudes from the 1% Club and also a special question I asked this week. This one, we had some amazing answers and uh, I'm really excited to answer this one too. So the question was, what is your biggest fear and why? Really um, interesting responses to this. So here we go, a few gratitudes and responses. First, we have from Group 8, Ashley. My weekend gratitudes, Friday night Christmas show, playing mini golf and having so many laughs. Number two, usual Saturday morning walking to get coffee and go to the beach with the dogs but got stuck in the rain. Even though they we're all drenched, there was something so wholesome about re- and revitalizing about it. Number three, a day in the kitchen cooking up three-course meal paired with some amazing wines. And number four, FaceTime with the Manchester crew. And my biggest fear is snakes. It doesn't matter if they are behind a window in the zoo or on TV. I go into an instant fight response with elevated heart rate, feeling clammy, eyes watering, absolutely panic. I struggle to go too close to friends' house to catch up and feel calm, knowing they have pet snakes. This definitely stems from trauma in primary school when an older student told me it was fine to pat a python at a reptile park that was out for us all because it was a robot. I had nightmares for months after and not and still not able to go anywhere near or see them. Wow, Ashley, it sounds like you really don't like snakes. If I was going to choose my second biggest fear, it would be snakes. If there was a thing to do with Animals, or yeah, something I try and avoid. Snakes would be my biggest fear, too, so I understand. But it sounds like you're very scared of them, so make sure you stay away from them. And I love those gratitudes. Good on you, Ashley. What a beautiful weekend! Three course meal, going for a walk, getting wet, but not being too bummed about it, being actually grateful for it. Love all of that. Next, we're going to go to group seven Karen. Number one, husband bringing me a cup in bed this morning. It's normally me up first, so it was appreciated. Number two, going to our daughter's house for Sunday lunch with our daughter. We are so lucky. With our other daughter. We are so lucky. Number three, a little afternoon nap. So special on a Sunday. And my biggest fear is losing people close to me. I know we can't live our lives worrying about this, but it's so hard some days. I do have another fear, which is driving on fast roads, especially motorways. I've had Sims hypnotherapy and it helps, but I wish I could conquer this fear. Oh, Karen, interesting one. Scared of driving. I am. I don't have that fear, but I can understand why you might. It's, um, yeah, roads are pretty gnarly, especially when you're going super fast on the highways. I feel that. And then, yeah, the losing people one was a very common one from people sent in on the group. It's a, it's a hard one to shake the fear of losing people, especially after you've recently lost someone that you might lose someone else or you see other people in your life lose people and think, oh, I wonder how much life's going to be different if they do go. But, yeah, obviously it's a hard one, but I don't have any tips for that. I just think it's like, Spend as much time loving, doing the best you can with the people around you while they're here, and if they go, it's not in our control. So thanks for sending that one through, Karen. Love it. And, yeah, I love both of those fears. Not love both of those fears, but I I can understand and respect both of those fears. Next we have from group number seven. Um, Oh, I've cut the name off here, but here we go. Number one, golf with the lads, Asavo. I needed it so bad. I've been isolating myself recently and not sure why spending time out in nature without my phone and... Uh, with my best mates, really filled my cup. Number two, having a mate come around for dinner tonight, having a laugh, and watching funny videos and our wedding video getting finished. So excited to see it. And my fear, without doubt, is the dentist. Even typing this, I'm filled with anxiety. I know I need to go since mum doesn't force me to these days, haha, but I just simply refuse. Wow, I I wish I had what name that is there, but... It's, um, I love the golf with your mates. How good's, um, just giving yourself permission to go and spend time outside without your phone and yeah, actually go and do a physical activity. I love that. It's something I'm actually, while we're recording this, about to go and do this afternoon with my mates. I've got a big golf day on Friday, so I want to go get a bit of practice. So I'm going to go and yeah, get a little round in today as well, which I love doing. And then dentist as a fear. I'm interested where that comes from. I I definitely know people who are scared of the dentist, but yeah, my kind of thing is, you know what? Everybody else goes there, survives and gets out of there. It's just a little bit of pain. Deal with it. Life goes on better than having the long-term pain of screwed up teeth and gums in the future. Maybe go listen to my podcast, whoever wrote that um, with Dr. Rowan Widji back a couple episodes ago. Fascinating chat about why we should go to the dentist and um, yeah, hopefully gives you some info on some ways to get in there and maybe not be as scared. So thanks for sending that one through. And lastly, we have Nikki from group number seven. Today I'm grateful for. I washed my car after I said I would do it weeks ago. lol. Number two, lunch down at Cronulla. Number three, a great mindset call. And I'm fearful of staying in the same place and ending up going nowhere. I don't want to play out the normal life, work, and then retire. I look at my parents, and when my dad passed, all he had was bills. My mum had been able to get back, had been able to get by, but only because of her new husband. I don't want to follow their paths. I work every day and learning. A skill. I work every day at learning a skill that will eventually get me out of the workforce and will enable me to earn whatever I want. This is a goal to not live in fear of just living a normal life. I have so much life to live outside of the norm. Nikki, I love that one. That is such a special gratitude and such a special way to reflect on your fear. Being normal is something that I don't think any of us are because we're all so unique and all doing such uh, different things in life. But I think what you're looking for is extraordinary, doing something with your life that, yeah, maybe breaks free of the average, breaks free of what other people are doing similar things to. And sounds like wanting to get to a place of financial success so you don't have to worry about money and you can live out life doing things that you really want to do. So thank you for sending that one through. I absolutely love it. Okay, my biggest fear. This is one that... Yeah, there's so many ways I could go with this. The snakes is definitely a big one for me. I bloody hate snakes. But I think my biggest fear is not reaching my potential. I've said this a few times on the podcast in different interviews, but Harry Bink sort of exposed me to this idea of fear being something more abstract like that. And when he said that was his biggest fear, I was like, that sits so well with me as well. I feel like I've been so gifted with a life of... Uh, so many opportunities when it comes to being a top level athlete having I guess the physicality and the body shape and the yeah ability to be able to do some pretty cool things when it comes to surfing and wakeboarding and all different sports I feel like I'm quite elite in a way Um, I also feel like I've been quite gifted when it comes to my mind I um, feel like I'm quite creative at times and I'm pretty driven And then I'm also so, so lucky that I've been um, brought up in Australia in a family that's still together, healthy family, mum and dad, sisters, all healthy. Like I'm so lucky and so grateful and all these incredible things are happening in my life. Don't get me wrong. I do go through my challenges and my struggles, but I think because of all these opportunities that adds to this fear of not reaching my potential, I feel like it would be a waste of such an incredible opportunity to... um, Yeah, live out a life that is extraordinary. And I do feel like I'm doing that. I've had an incredible career as an athlete. I've now started a business. I feel like that fear gets quieted more that I live to my values, more that I live out um, things that I want to do every single day. And I think the more impact that I make on others, I feel this this fear and this guilt almost that because of these opportunities, I need to do something that gives back. And yeah, I I really feel like I'm living aligned with that fear almost of trying to really maximize my potential, but also not be too disheartened when I don't reach it because at the end of the day, we're all just going to get buried and yeah, it doesn't really matter. So it's a, it's a bit of a crisis that I deal with in my head every day, kind of going, okay, I really need to reach this. I really really need to reach this, but then why do I need to reach it? Is it for external validation? Is it for my own? Yeah. My own expectations. So I juggle with this idea of like really wanting to do so much, but also wanting to be like, you know what? I don't have to do anything as well. So that's probably my biggest fear, not reaching my potential and not giving, um, yeah, my life the extraordinary um, existence that it deserves. So yeah, hopefully you enjoyed those fears. If you want to join the club and you get those questions sent in every day, reflect on your life and yeah, just try and add to it. Go join the good um, 1% club, the 1% good club, send us an Instagram DM on uh, the good human factory saying, I want to join the club. Okay. This Friday's episode is one that I'm so excited about and it has been very uh yeah very cool to get to do this episode it is with chris lake so chris lake is one of the biggest djs in the world one of the best music producers on this planet and somebody i'm lucky enough to call a bit of a mate from being good friends with my sister and her husband to yeah playing music festival here recently in australia called spilt milk um he was staying close by to me and i got to yeah spend a bit of time with him watching the music festival and then when i said would you be keen to jump on for a podcast he was like yeah man no worries so It was really special to have this chat, getting to learn about Chris's upbringing over in Scotland, moving to the UK, then over to America. Um, how he had to get into the music industry by working hard for his dad every school holidays to afford equipment, to getting his first big break, and then changing directions, dropping um, alcohol out of his life, just a whole range of things that I'm super inspired by. And then we talked about how a few of his incredible shows came about in the last 10 years of his life, which has just been so cool to see. So listen to this excerpt, and I'll be back in a sec.
2: We We were asked at EDC, I think it was 2017... We were asked to close the the main stage together. By this point, Fish had never played a main stage in his life. We were having, we were going to play after Afrojack, and I'm like, "Oh, that's going to be hell." Afrojack plays so fucking heavy, and they're like, "Oh, we're just going to get eaten alive." We'll come on, and everyone's going to be like, "You know, come on, I'm going home." So we we ended we actually said no. We said no to the show for a few weeks and. Um, Pasquale Rotella, the owner of EDC, was like, I really, really want you to close this. You're my two favourite artists right now. This is this is the show I want the festival to close because I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Play, Please do it. Theory. And I'm like, yeah, but it's after Afrojack. Come on, this is not easy. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, we ended up saying yes to it. And um, I remember saying to Paul, mate, don't be disheartened if we finish the first record and half the crowd's fucked off. Which i genuinely thought was going to happen but it didn't happen and we'll and it, was, it, it was it, it, it was really it made a it made a big impression because it was like the, this you know at that time it's like the, unheard of having house acts playing on the main stage mm-hmm. holding a crowd people talking about it people you know loving it so it was a it, it, it was a big thing and so this 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 idea just off the back of that show the okay. idea of us two playing together was very in demand
1: all right that was chris lake he's going to be in your ears this friday make sure you do not miss out on that one as always a big thank you to everyone who tunes into this podcast christmas season is coming up if you can do me a huge favor give me a little gift for christmas go and hit that like or subscribe button send this podcast to a friend if you enjoy any of the guest episodes make sure you pass it on to a friend share it on your instagram tag me on it i'm so appreciative when people do that because yeah it means i know you're listening and i know you want to share it with other people so thank you for tuning in